you look at your ideal future and you think, how in the world could this ever happen? And you think only God can make this happen. Then you've got the right dream. See, God wants the credit. He wants your total dependency on Him. I'm Terry Sabelle Foy, your cheerleader of dreams. Thank you for joining me today. And hey, I would love to know if this channel is helping you at all. I've been recording these little podcasts for 11 years now, and it really helps me to know if you want me to keep it up by seeing you subscribe. So if you've never subscribed to this channel, would you just push the arrow below and I will keep this faith building motivation coming your way. And thank you if you already have. I appreciate it so much. So I want to talk to you about three signs God is asking you to trust Him more based on my own experience. So number one, we'll get right into this. Number one is when your dream is absolutely impossible. In other words, if you can pull this thing off without God, you're not dreaming big enough. But when you look at your ideal future and you think, how in the world could this ever happen? And you think only God can make this happen then you've got the right dream. See, God wants the credit. He wants your total dependency on Him. In fact, He wants to see your faith. See, it's impossible to please God without faith, right? In fact, I've heard stories of Arnold Schwarzenegger, how he would cover his wall as a teenager living in Austria. He would cover his wall with pictures of bodybuilders and strongmen and wrestlers and boxers. He said his parents thought he was crazy. They even hired a psychiatrist to analyze what was wrong with him. He said, be concerned if people don't think you're crazy because you just might not be dreaming big enough. See, I think the worst day in heaven would be when God gives you this glimpse of everything you could have had, you could have done, you could have been, but you didn't believe. So Ephesians 3.20, if you think about that verse, it says, Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to his power that works in us. So let me just give you a little note here. That tug on your heart is there for a reason. God's trying to say, step into this. You know, I was thinking about how last summer, I did the very opposite of what I tell y'all to do. I was vague about my dream house. In fact, I put a photo of lakefront property on my vision board and we almost closed on this one acre lot, which was nice, no complaints, it was amazing. But one day, Roddy and I were driving and And he just brought up this 25-acre lot that was for sale. And he said, man, I wish the owner would just divide the land up and give us, you know, just a portion. Like we could buy a portion of it because we don't need 25 acres. Then we both said, now that would be the ultimate. Well, the very next day in prayer one morning, before we closed on the one-acre lot, I just heard the Lord say, I'm not the God of close enough. I'm the God of all that you desire plus more than enough. Did you hear that? He is not the God of close enough. He's the God of all that you desire plus more than enough. Then I just felt like God was asking me, what is your ultimate dream? So I wrote it down. I wrote a long, windy driveway, tree-covered land, a private entrance, land to landscape, a house close to the water. I just started getting specific. Two days later, the guy selling the 25 acres decided to divide his land up. And are you ready for this? We got eight acres, long, windy entrance, tree covered. We can build the house close to the water and it costs less than the one acre we almost bought. 
the one that was close enough. Only God can do that. Remember, he's not the God of close enough. He's the God of all that you desire plus more than enough. So get very specific about what you dream. Don't be vague. Another sign I believe God is asking you to trust him more is when you're asked to do more than the average person is willing to do. See, if you really want to kick it up, do more than what everybody else is willing to do. See, something powerful happens. When you do things other people aren't willing to do, you start to believe you should be able to have things that other people aren't willing to have. You know, we see this throughout the Bible. People who got a breakthrough, they did extra. You know, when you read the Bible closely, you discover a pattern that the majority of people who received a miracle from God They went way beyond the average. You know, think about the woman with the issue of blood. She was totally aggressive. She wasn't even supposed to be in public. And she was marching her way through the crowd saying, if I could touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be healed. She aggressively fought her way through. And what? Jesus said, who touched me? And he healed the woman. Think about blind Bartimaeus. He heard Jesus was coming by. He started shouting, Jesus, have mercy on me. People told him, shh. Be quiet. And what did he do? He louded. He, he shouted. He louded even louder. <laughs> he shouted even louder. And he got Jesus' attention. And he healed him. Well, you think about another example is in Mark 2. We see some aggressive faith when those four men took their sick friend to meet Jesus. They carried a grown man in a stretcher across town. They got to the house. It was so crowded they couldn't get in. They didn't just assume, well, must not be God's will because the door is closed. No, they climbed on top of the house. They tore off the shingles, lowered the man in front of Jesus. And Jesus even said, or the Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, he healed the man. What was he looking at? He was looking at their action. They're willing to do what most people would never do. See, the Bible says faith without action is dead. So let me ask you, can Jesus see your faith, your action today? Are you doing more than the average person is willing to do? See, years ago in prayer, the Lord said to me, don't be average and your life won't be average. You don't be average and your ministry won't be average. Your career, your salary, your relationships, your house won't be average if you refuse to be average yourself. And do you know what? Our ministry has grown 50% year over year. That's not average, is it? Thank you, Jesus. So what is the average person doing? Well, while the average person watches four to six hours of TV a day, you don't. You turn it off and go read for 20 minutes. While the average person listens to music on their way to work, you listen to a motivational message that's going to cause you to grow. Or while the average person oversleeps 30 minutes every morning, that's factual, <laughs> you get up earlier and go spend time with God. Invest in yourself. You know, read a book, listen to podcasts, go for a walk. See, all this above average work, it begins to shift your identity. And you subconsciously begin to believe that you deserve to be rewarded in ways others aren't because you're doing things others won't do. So let me just point out, you can do more than you think you can. And the third way that I believe God is telling you, trust me more, is when you're asked to give a memorable offering, whatever that means to you. Now, I'm only telling you what God told me. This is one of the biggest ways God asks us to trust him more. You know, most of you have heard me say that you may not have what you 
need, like a farmer may not have what he's what he needs, but you're never without the seed that will produce it. Well, this is the tool that breaks the devil's back. See, you can't read your way into a breakthrough. You can't listen your way into a breakthrough, but you can give your way into a breakthrough. You know, recently I experienced this very thing. I went through my own experience of having my dreams delayed and it seemed like nothing I was praying for was happening. Well, on July 26, it dawned on me that I hadn't given, like given a seed, an offering. And I know the principle of sowing and reaping. You can't expect a harvest if you don't sow a seed, right? Well, I got the checkbook out and I gave. But to be honest, it wasn't memorable. It didn't affect me at all. It was basically forgettable. But it's still seed in the ground and that counts. Well, when you're believing for a breakthrough, you need to sow a breakthrough seed. If you want a small change, sow a small seed. You want significant change, sow a significant seed. So like I said, not one single goal for this year had been achieved in seven months of the year. And I was just about to reduce my goals and do something a little more attainable. Right then and there, I decided to do what I'm telling you today. Dream as big as I could, knowing that God is the only one that can pull this thing off. Number two, do more than the average. I've been doing more of nearly everything. (laughs) And three, designate a memorable offering. Memorable means you don't forget. Well, do you know, three weeks ago, I was speaking at a conference in Tampa, Florida, And it was this lady who had just started her conference. She was kind of small, you know, just starting out. And we just felt like we were supposed to go and be a part of this. And it was amazing. I don't care about the size. I just love obeying the Lord. So we get there and I could tell she was discouraged because she thought more people were going to come. I said, hey, you stepped out in faith and started. You've got to do that. I was so proud of her. Well, the next morning I was in my hotel. I'm getting ready to go speak at the conference again. And I just heard the Lord say, sow this conference into her. I said, okay, Lord, do you want me to do it privately or publicly? Because I'd rather tell her backstage, you know. The Lord said publicly. So that morning I shared my last session. And then I just told her, I said, you know what? The Lord told me to sow this conference into you. Whatever you were going to bless our ministry with, we want to sow it all back into you. She starts bawling on the front row, crying so hard. She came up and she told the crowd, she said, Terry has no idea what a step of faith it was for me to do this conference. She said, this morning I woke up in tears and I told the Lord, how am I going to pay for this? She said, Terry doesn't even know I was using my kids' school tuition money to bring her here to put on this conference. But do you know what? Everything changed in one moment. Now that's a memorable offering, isn't it? Well, then I was headed to the airport to fly back to Dallas. This precious girl who was driving us, she told me she's getting ready to move to Detroit. All of a sudden it dawned on me, I'm believing to move, to sell my house. I need to sow a seed into her. So I reached into my purse and I was about to grab this money. Someone had blessed me months ago and I thought, I'm going to go shopping and buy something really pretty. That money was still in my purse. Well, then I reached in there and I grabbed a little bit and I just felt like the Lord said, give it all. I said, define all. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So I reached in there, I grabbed all of it and I gave it to her and I said, I want to sew this into you because I'm believing God to sell my house and move too. She said, I can't take this. I said, yes, you can. I got to get the seed in the ground. I got back on the plane thinking that's a memorable offering. As soon as I got home, I thought I'm going to keep the street going. I looked at my top 10 goals for the year. I wrote a check for every single goal and I barely used my checkbook. So that was memorable in itself, but I wrote significant seed. I sat there 
two weeks ago, made out those 10 checks. And you know what? I won't forget that. And the Lord even said to me today, get the seed in the ground today because delayed obedience is still disobedience. And do you know what? Do you know what happened? As soon as I got that seed in the ground at the conference, the girl in Tampa, the checks I wrote, do you know, are you ready to hear what happened? Nothing, (laughs) absolutely nothing, nothing changed in the natural, but I'm wise now. I know how to do this. I started acting like the contestants on The Price is Right. You know how they'll say, you're the next contestant on The Price is Right. They're jumping and shouting and bouncing all over the place. They haven't even won anything, but they sure act like they have. I started running around my house, jumping and shouting and praising God, just freaking the devil out, making him so confused. Like, did I miss something? Did did, did the breakthrough happen? I just started praising God and nothing happened in the natural. But in prayer, this is what I heard. And I want you to hang on to these words. The Lord said to me, the moment the seed left your hand, I released what's in mine. Did you hear that? The moment the seed left your hand, I released what's in mine. What a difference trusting God can make. I want you to know within one month, I received the largest financial breakthrough I've ever had in my life in that month. Another dream I've had for five years, it's been on my vision board. It happened that month. Five of my 10 goals have already been achieved. Remember, none of them were. And now every single one of them are on target to happen this year. I'm not making this up. You know what? Every day I wake up going, what's going to happen today? Because I know the seed is in the ground. So I'm telling you today, God wants you to trust him. How many of you feel like God is speaking directly to you? Because I believe when you give, when you give, you're saying, God, you're in control. The moment the seed leaves your hand, God releases what's in his hand. So I hope this helps you today the way it helped me. If it does, please subscribe to this channel. That just lets me know you're enjoying it. And before I close, I want to give you an opportunity to become a partner with our ministry. You know, this is not something we usually talk about on the podcast, but if you're blessed by this channel, by this message that we share partner with me. You know, our mission is to reach a generation of teenagers with the message of vision. You know, we have an opportunity right now to get our vision board course into the schools. And this is so exciting to me because I believe God has opened a door for us and we don't want to miss it, but we need your help. So if you're interested, click the link right there or go to terry.com slash partnership if you're interested. And I can explain more about our mission and what it means to be a partner. Plus, there's so many benefits that come by joining my team, free audio downloads, my prayer team, reserve seating, all kinds of stuff. But more than anything, you were created to make a difference. And I believe together we can make a change. And don't forget, I'm cheering you on to live your dreams.